Hello and welcome to this episode of Your Destiny Today with your host, Anthony Turner. Join us as we explore life and purpose from a kingdom perspective through biblical teaching, inspirational messages, and informative discussions with special guests. Our goal is to equip and mobilize you to walk in the fullness of your destiny today. Well, hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. Of course, I am your host, Anthony Turner, and this is your destiny today. And we are so pleased that you would join us. Like always, we have a very special, special guest with us. And uh, I just can't wait to introduce her to you and let you just uh, hear what Father is doing. Like always, she's another amazing firebrand and a woman of God who's been what I call uh, appointed for such a time as this. But before we get into that, I just want to thank you again for for joining us. And those of you who um, have not yet done it, we just invite you to whatever platform you listen to your destiny today, we just invite you to click on that subscribe button and you can find us all over the place. We're in... um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, we're also on Spotify, and uh, some of your other major uh, podcast platforms. And so weekly we will be here bringing amazing people of God to you, introducing some, uh, reintroducing others to you. And uh, today I have a very special treat. In 2017 was 2017 was a tremendous year of uh, blessing for me. The Father did so many wonderful things. It was my first trip to Israel, and I met some ma- amazing people who were in my life. And and in some in some cases, some of those people introduced me to some uh, some more amazing people. And um, I don't know, some of you may recall that in October of 2017, um, Lou Engel put on what was known as um, Awaken the Dawn in Washington, D.C. at the National Mall, where there were 50 tents representing every state. And uh, that's actually where I had the privilege of meeting our guest Uh, for today. And without any further ado, I'd like to introduce to you the founder and the director of Enkindle Ministries and one of my very close friends and very, um, um, I love, she's a kingdom partner. And so uh, without any further ado, I'd like to introduce to you, Christy Austin. Welcome to the show, Christy. Thank you. It's such a joy to be with you today. Well, it's an honor to have uh, you with us. And I remember a few years ago, I had the privilege of being uh, a guest on your podcast. And uh, I know that that's something that uh, God is striking up with you again. So who knows? We'll Maybe we'll tag team and do this Absolutely. again. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. You'll be a future guest, no <laughs> doubt. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Well, um, you know, I was reminiscing going back to that day in um, October of 2017, how we met. And it, it's so crazy because uh, we we could have very easily not had our paths cross. But it's just so amazing how much the Father 
when he's when he's in something, how he weaves our lives and weaves people into our lives. And that's what I feel like happened with us. I felt like uh, just out of nowhere, the father uh, said, hey, there's a person that you need in your life. And I'm going to set up this strange uh, scenario where your paths cross. And since that time, uh, you've been a very uh, pivotal uh, person in my life. And I just wanted to let our audience know how grateful I am for those uh, kisses from the Father when He brings amazing people in your life and you begin to do life and do ministry and, 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 and change the world uh, with those people. And then they change you too. So that's where you fit in my life. So I'm greatly appreciative. Yes, yes. Well, I feel the same. And in fact, we couldn't do life without one another, you know? And yeah. so I'm so grateful for those moments in DC and it feels so foundational to yeah. not only our relationship, but also what God's releasing in the nation in this hour. Yeah, ab absolutely. Well, even with that in mind, um, what the father's doing in our nation, uh, I feel like what he's doing all over our nation is he's bringing some very, uh, important people to the forefront. I, I call it the emerging. I really do believe that we are in a time where we're seeing an emergence uh, of those who carry the message of God. And there's a, there's, there are voices arising that we may not be familiar with, um, you know, because I feel like we're also in almost like a changing of the guard in the, in the course of the last several you know, five, ten years, we've seen a lot of amazing uh, people that we've looked up to, the Billy Grahams, the Bob Jones, the uh, Kim Clements. We've seen uh, so many of these iconic uh, voices in the body of Christ go on to be the, with the Lord. And I'm always reminded of the scripture that says, seeing that we are combassed about with so great cloud of witnesses, it says, then, uh, you know, because we're compassed about it, it says, let us run, let us go forward, let us move forward. And so I believe that this is a time for a new voice to emerge, voices to emerge, to to bring some clarity to this chaotic uh, atmosphere that we're living in. And I feel like you're one of those. So now, uh, like I stated to our listeners, the name of the ministry that you lead is called Enkindle. Can you give us just a little bit of history, a little bit of information about Enkindle? What, how did that even begin? All of that. Yes, absolutely. Well, it's such an honor and joy to co-labor together with you. And in Kindle actually began, funny story, you know, back in 2009, my brother and I were sitting around a very warm fire on a very, very cold Michigan day at my mom's house. We were visiting and we're staring at this fire and uh, we had both traveled in the church and, and preached and really passionate about in those days what we would term as revival in America. You know, we don't use that word as much anymore, but 
a revival in America and we were going, you know, we don't want to be, you know, ChristyAustin.com, ChadSebright.com, you know, JoeSmith.com. What if we actually establish a 501c3 where we can bring ministers, revivalists together under this and we can actually incorporate a lot of the admin stuff and that kind of thing, let them really run in the kingdom and do what they're called to do. And we have one CPA and one, you know, all of these things. Mm -hmm. And so we're sitting around the fire going, what should this ministry be called? Asking the Holy Spirit and we're freezing, you know, (laughs) watching the snowfall and looking at this fire going, we hope somehow to facilitate in the Church of America what what's going on here on this cold Michigan day. And so we want kindling in Kindle. We hope that somehow through us, God will fan the flame in the Church of America and awaken and enkindle. And so that day in 2009 is when Enkindle was birthed and uh, really the dream in our heart began. Wow, that's so amazing. So Enkindle was born out on a cold day. And, And, you know, it's interesting because I think that's apropos when we look at our culture today. Uh... I'm reminded of the word where the scripture says that there will come a time when men's hearts will wax cold. Wow. And, you know, uh, when you think about it, I I, I, I see just a very vivid picture of that. It's interesting that the the verbiage and the language that in this case I'm kind of quoting out of King James that King James uses there, the, the, the day when men's hearts will wax cold. And so, um, when you th- when you think about wax, uh, it can be extremely hard uh, in in cold environments. And I think what what I look at and what I see that can constitute a cold environment is an environment that is void of of passion, purpose. I see that uh, a lot with Destiny Ministries. Is that many times you see people who are cold because their their purpose they don't know it or their their identity they don't have a clue but when a person uh gets around the flame of god's word he gets around the flame of god's glory uh it begins to melt melt the melt that cold hearted uh uh person's uh view of of life and things there's nothing more in important to me than for a person to discover purpose that that can i believe uh heat you up and 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 cause that cold heart to be melted for for the things of god and and so i i i'm so blessed that god would call you and and chad to um uh found in kindle and and the purpose of that is you like you said to bring um these enkindlers, these firebrands together for a move of God in the nation. So not just Christy, it's not just uh, Chad, but but you have a vision to to see uh, people all over the nation, and especially those whose hearts have been warmed by the, the Word of God to come forth. So can you give us a little bit of, uh, uh, explain to us how that looks and how that works with Enkindle and what you feel like your purpose and your mission is. Yeah, 
absolutely. Well, our mission's really clear to transform our nation with this presence, one community at a time. Now, we know community looks so different for mm-hmm. everyone. That could be our workplace, that could be a city, that could be business, that could be many different things. Uh, but we know it all starts from his presence and right. that encounter. And so, you know, one of the things that's really interesting because it's been a wild ride. And mm-hmm. to be perfectly honest, we've stayed in step with the Holy Spirit. We don't have this 50-year plan, mm-hmm. you know. And the Church of America has really radically shifted even in yeah. the 13 years, yes. you know, since we began. And yes. so it's been interesting because in 2018, I became the president of Enkindle, mm-hmm. and the Lord really began revisioning some of that for us. And he said, Christy, this has got to be an all-hands-on-deck moment. The, it's no longer are we living in the days. I, I love Billy Graham. He's just a hero of the faith for me. Mm-hmm. And But we're not living in those days anymore. Right, you right. Know, the harvest is here, and this is an all-hands-on-deck moment. So Absolutely. we're no longer cheering on a handful of ministers and so we really created the this five uh, strategy point five arms of enkindle to be able to do that to reach the next generation and really everybody can be involved and become an enkindler and we believe that's very biblical out of yeah. luke 10 you yes. know we're all called to reach the harvest at this point yes so you mentioned a five uh point uh, mandate that Enkindle uh, has. Can you share what that looks like for us? Absolutely. We are the, the very first one, you know, we believe, of course, America, sadly, you know, we're offering babies on the altar daily. And so to have the Reformation in our nation and, and for God to reestablish us as that city on a hill. We have got to overturn Roe v. Wade and value life on every level. And so we have Operation Breathe Life where we support all 1,800 pregnancy centers in a a tiny capacity throughout the nation and, and walk alongside them and bring greater awareness in each city to the needs of those pregnancy wow. centers. Wow. So you said 1,800 pregnancy care centers in, in our nation? Yes. That's that's statistically where we land at wow. this point. So I wanted to just highlight that to our listeners because sometimes we there are things that we aren't aware of. that there. So that means that in some capacity, there are at least 1,800 people who have heeded the call uh, to champion the the and and bring voice to this to the voiceless unborn, so that's remarkable. So that's one that's one arm of Enkindle is Operation Breathe Life, and share the other four with us. Yes, we have City Taker Hubs. We currently have seven Apostolic Hubs, where we really believe that that they are standing in the midst of their community and their mm-hmm. city, gathering the harvest. Those have different fingerprints. Uh, Some of them are real geared toward human trafficking, but the entire premonition or point of a hub is that somehow they would serve their community very practically. And out of that practical need, whether it's human trafficking or or food for the homeless or clothing, whatever that looks like in a community, that it would draw the community in. And when they step into that hub, they would have an encounter with this presence. Wow, that's so awesome! And uh, and then what what other uh, what are the other three that are a part of that? 
Yes, yeah, so the third one is the link sphere, which we call the spiritual air force of our ministry. Mm-hmm. We have prayer uh, that goes on every single day. We have prayer calls throughout the week. And really, you know, we know nothing can happen in the natural that's not first birthed in the spirit. And so it's so important to us to be constantly crying out and, and hearing from heaven and releasing to earth. Amen. Amen. And the fourth? The fourth is our City Taker Training Center, which we recently began about two years ago in Lebanon, Tennessee, really to train up for one year uh, the next generation and really to train for city transformation. Mm. And what does it look like to impact a region? Wow. And the final? The final is brand new City Taker Intern Training in Toledo, Ohio, where students come, interns come at that point, and they actually serve other ministries in our city and so it's the practical demonstration of city transformation it's the the phase two of the two-part training and so after they they get through with those training phases we send them into cities two by two to really undergird and to support laborers wow so this is this is not just a um um sort of a theoretical this is a boots on the ground approach that Enkindle has to see literally uh, our nation transformed one community at a time. Yes, absolutely. We, we believe so strongly that Luke 10, you know, when Jesus sent out the apostles two by two and they went from house to house, that that wasn't just written for those days, but the Lord's really returning our nation back into that. And that is how we're going to reach our cities is to go into neighborhoods and, and to go into these places and really reach the harvest. You know, yeah. we know statistically yeah. people aren't readily coming into the four walls of the church. So mm-hmm. it's time to go to them. Amen. That's so powerful. So now with, um, I mean, you, I'll, I'll address a couple of things that you, you've kind of mentioned that we haven't uh, gone into a lot of detail. One of the things that I want to uh, invite our listeners to do, uh, and we'll give you more information as to how you can connect it with Christy, how you can connect with Enkindle um, uh, as we uh, get to the uh, end of our broadcast today. But one of the things that I um, wanted to to bring out is that you you really you mentioned uh, the the city takers training center which is in lebanon tennessee um so i'm uh, can you just elaborate a little bit more on that because i know that i've had the privilege uh, of uh, being one of the uh, instructors to teach occasionally at the training center uh on in certain um semesters and it's been one of the most life-changing things to me to see these young firebrands who have come to be equipped and it's a very practical way of equipping so so it's in lebanon so obviously i'm assuming that that also is one of the hub cities that you that you uh, operate out of yes interestingly that city is very anointed for training that specifically goes to the nation so mm. The, the very first Cracker Barrel was founded in Lebanon, Tennessee, and that's where their headquarters reside, and they went to the nation. And so there's a very strong and specific anointing in Lebanon, Tennessee for training to the nation. And so, 
You know, what blows me away, Anthony, and we've talked so much about this, is watching these young people. You know, I hear so many people going, you know, how do you raise up Gen Z and how do you train millennials? And they are such a beautiful generation that has really uh, pressed the church to mm. stay true and authentic to the calling wow. of God. You That's know, good. And so to watch these students, they continuously inspire and challenge me both mm-hmm. to, one, to, to stay true to the call because they are all in. You know, wow. they really are. They're all yeah. in. Yeah. And I got an opportunity, like I said, to see that firsthand when I taught. They were just totally engaged. And um, and so that's one of the uh, ways that for those of you who are um, young and you feel like there's a call on your life and how do I, how do I um, prepare myself for what or how do I even connect to be launched? Well, um, the City Taker Training Center in Lebanon, Tennessee is, an, is one way. And then you mentioned uh, the internship in uh, Toledo, Ohio, where, you, where your office is and where you reside. So I'm assuming, again, that that is another one of those seven cities that's a hub for in Kindle, correct? Yes, it is. And so can you share a little bit about the, a uh, little bit more, elaborate a little bit more about the um, the internship, because that's that's right now where where the, the students from the school, phase two is, is the internship, correct? Yes, yes, you're absolutely right. And, you know, I love and, and appreciate, uh, it, it does my heart so much good, the anointing and calling on cities. And mm-hmm. what's so fascinating about Toledo first and why we chose the intern training there is that, one, you know, this is the rust belt of our nation on mm. some level. And, you know, it's like it's, it requires some grit, you know, <laughs> and they really bring that anointing. But two, Toledo is one of the most unified cities that I've personally had the opportunity to witness. And it's because of, uh, you know, some amazing people that have chose for decades to bring pastors and ministers together. And Toledo as a city works very well together. There's wow. this whole subculture and ministry mm-hmm. where uh, we work together really as one voice and spirit. And so when our interns come, you know, it's really ha- how to support a city, you know, best is to go, you know, here's interns to come alongside you and your vision, whether mm-hmm. that's a church, whether that's a Meriwether Farms, whether that's a pregnancy center. And so our interns go and they, they help the city in whatever ministry needs that they have. Wow, that's so powerful. Now, with this five point, and I know we've just kind of highlighted uh, a couple of those, and, and there there's some that we haven't addressed. And, and just for the sake of time, uh, again, I'm going to invite you uh, to connect with um, Christy via um, their website, and you can find all kinds of information, and we'll give that information to you in just a minute. But I, I really want, uh, as we uh, kind of I, w- I want to spend the, this next uh, bit of time just really hearing your heart for the the things that the Father has placed in your heart. I know, uh, you know, you and I have had the opportunity over the course of the last few months to spend a little time together and kind of brainstorm and dream and and just hear the heart of the Father for us individually and collectively and how we can partner and all of that. 
But one of the things that we know, um, the last um, several years, I would say just not just the last year of 2020, but the last several years in many different ways for our nation has been a great challenge. Um, we've seen a lot of polarization around uh, political lines. We've seen polarization around racial lines, around uh, gender lines. I mean, it's just been... I mean, both of us have kind of looked and said, wow, there's a lot of challenges that we're facing as a nation. And the enemy would make you feel as though it's a hope, a hopeless situation. But we know better. But each one of us, and especially in Kindlers, because it's the one thing I I really love uh, the name of uh, Christie's ministry in Kindle because after meeting her, it's 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 so apropos because she carries a fire in her, um, just a young amazing woman of God that carries the fire of God in in every person that's a part of their their ministry that I've gotten to meet. Um, kind of they're the same. Some of these city taker hub leaders that I've met, they are over the top on fire for God. And so just um, over the course of the last few years, I I, I feel like Father has really been um, causing you to burn white hot for uh, and giving you strategy for the nation on a personal level. Would you mind kind of sharing uh, just your heart, your your passion, your dream and, and what you would like to see? Uh, take place in our nation and how how you feel like your personal call and ministry fits into that yeah absolutely thanks for that opportunity I you know it's interesting because you know I don't know that I looked for the call but it found me you know (laughs) I don't know I looked for the mandate but it found me and so much of it started in DC in 2017 and You know, America, I'm so reminded that America is one of the only nations that was really founded with very specific purpose. Yeah. And, you know, when we look in history, like Europe and Asia and all these amazing places, when they were founded, it was a little more happenstance geographically or politically. But America was founded with this very intentional purpose. Right. And, you know, one of the things the Lord spoke to me last fall, and again, it was not something I was looking for. It kind of found me. Uh, But he reminded me of what John Winthrop spoke, you know, many years ago, actually, in 1630. And he came over after the pilgrims, several years after the pilgrims, leaving England on the ship Arbella, you know, mm-hmm. and most of us probably know that story. But he came over, he was an attorney, he spent years as a governor, and he came over, as many of our forefathers did, to really drive this stake into the ground of our nation to establish America as a city on a hill. And I really believe, uh, you know, I was sitting and praying before our summit last year, which is our annual gathering we have around every fall around Rosh Hashanah. And the Lord really put 
this uh, mandate on my heart that for the next nine years, you know, me and you talk a lot about cycles and yeah. what cycles mean. Mm-hmm. And this 400-year cycle, which, you know, 40 is the fulfillment of a promise. Mm-hmm. We know this from the ark and yes. 40 years of wandering. Yes. And all of these different things. So we put that zero on it, which makes it a power number. And you know, 1630, uh, John Winthrop came over and he made this mighty declaration and really landed in Boston and, and took that stake and drove it into the ground and, and said, America will be established as a city on a hill. Wow. And last fall, I really was, I was in my prayer closet, just really not even praying specifically about this. And the Lord said, for the next nine years, you will declare America as a city on a hill. That is our purpose. And that is what God wants to bring us back to, despite the darkness around yeah. us, despite the wax, mm. you know, that has hardened some hearts. Yeah. God has a plan and a destiny, and he wants to reestablish our nation. Wow. Wow. So this John Winthrop mantle that that it seems as though like you said uh you didn't go looking for it but it it found you that is such a powerful statement because um i i like to say a lot of times with some of the things that the father i find myself doing uh it's like i was minding my own business (laughs) and then the next thing i know i i'm i'm having an encounter with the lord and so uh you know, I'm sure that there, there may be some who who are aware of, of John Winthrop's story and his 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 message, but then there are a lot of people who have never heard of that person. Because honestly, before last year, I hadn't heard of John Winthrop until I had the privilege of being there at the summit last year with you, which was uh, another one of those um, waypoint moments for me of. God really speaking to my heart. I, it was at Rosh Hashanah uh, that uh, the Enkindle Summit was taking place, and I got a word from the Lord about my life uh, for the next three years. He's given me an assignment. So uh, can you elaborate a little bit more, if you wouldn't mind, on um, uh, the John Winthrop mandate that you carry? We know it's a declaration to see a city on the hill. Do you want to expound on that anymore? Absolutely. You know, uh, to be perfectly honest, I think we're all in this season of tension between an old season and new season. So I definitely don't have it all nailed down. I'm responding to the Holy Spirit step by step. But I would love actually to even be able to read it because I believe the declaration is so powerful. You know, and oftentimes we forget But our forefathers, they left and they sacrificed and they laid down everything they knew. They laid down the comfort of their homes. They laid down the familiarity of their government, their nation. They said goodbye to their families and didn't have social media, right? So, you know, these are major sacrifices. We know as they came over, the medical system isn't great. You know, many of them didn't even make it aboard that long route. And I think... What an honor and a privilege to be able to co-labor and to come alongside and to carry this mandate and declaration that they established our nation on. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's so good. Well, feel free if you want to, to read that declaration, feel free to do so. Awesome. Well, one of the things, and again, it's the declaration over our nation. And I really believe, you know, if you can picture it, John Winthrop is, you know, I think he had a shepherd's heart Mm -hmm. in many ways. And so he's sitting on the ship with many people. And of course, not knowing what everyone make it over, would they not saying goodbye, never seeing the land again, that was so familiar to them. But they themselves had this mandate. And, you know, at the beginning of the podcast, you talked about that great cloud of witnesses that surround us. Mm-hmm. And every time one of those steps into eternity, you know, we, we mourn so deeply. But I'm so reminded of Jeremiah Riddle's song, actually, Be Enthroned, you yes. know, and uh, we join that chorus and praise yes. and we join their prayers. And there's something that is so uh, strengthening and encouraging in these days to know, you know, that that America's lived through many dark nights, really, of the soul. But there's always been a remnant that have believed by faith like Gideon for the nation and watched it come about. And so I believe that this was one of those remnants. And we have an opportunity in these days to stand as that Gideon army and to emphatically declare what the Lord has already spoke over our nation. And so this is what John Winthrop released to those that came over. Now, the only way to avoid this shipwreck and to provide for our posterity is to follow the counsel of Micah, Mm. to do justly, to love mercy, to walk humbly with our God. For this end, we must be knit together in this work as one man, I just declare that over our nation yes, today. Yes. We must entertain each other in brotherly affection. We must be willing to abridge ourselves of our superfluities for the supply of others' necessities. We must uphold a familiar commerce together in all meekness, gentleness, patience, and liberality. We must delight in each other make others conditions our own Mm -hmm. rejoice together mourn together labor and suffer together always having before our eyes our commission and community in the work our community as members of the same body so shall we keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace the lord will be our god and delight to dwell among us as his own people and will command a blessing upon us in all our ways so that we shall see much more of his wisdom, power, goodness, and truth than formerly we have been acquainted with. We shall find that the God of Israel is among us when 10 of us shall be able to resist a thousand of our enemies, Mm. when he shall make us a prayer and a glory that men shall say of succeeding plantations, the Lord make it like that of New England. For we must consider that we shall be a city upon a hill. The eyes of all people are upon us. So that if we shall delay falsely with our God in his work, we have undertaken and so cause him to withdraw his present help from us We shall be made a story and a byword through the world. 
We shall open the mouths of enemies to speak all evil of the ways of God and all professors for God's sake. We shall shame the faces of many gods, worthy servants, and cause their prayers to be turned into curses upon us till we be consumed out of the good land, whether we are going. And to shut up this discord with the exhortation of Moses, that faithful servant of the Lord, in his last farewell to Israel. Deuteronomy 30. Beloved, and I believe this is so relevant for mm. us today. Mm. Beloved, there is now set before us life and good, death and evil, in that we are commanded this day to love the Lord our God and to love one another, to walk in his ways and to keep his commandments and his ordinances and his laws and the articles of our covenant with them that we may live and be multiplied and that the Lord our God may bless us in the land, whether we go to possess it. But if our hearts shall turn away so that we will not obey, but shall be seduced and worship other gods, our pleasures and prophets and serve them, it is propounded unto us this day, we shall surely perish out of the good land, whether we pass over this vast sea to possess it. Therefore, let us as Americans choose life that we and our seed may live by obeying his voice and cleaving to him, for he is our life and our prosperity. Wow. Wow. You know, as you were reading, Christy, and declaring that again, those words, it reminds me of Peter on Acts chapter 2, in Acts chapter 2, on that day when 120 people encountered the Lord, and it so affected the city that they were in that everyone's attention, this city was filled with with visitors who had come for uh, a a holy day, and they see this 120 people who've just been enkindled. By the, um, by the power of God who had waited in an upper room for a promise. And when that promise came, it totally shifted their paradigm, shifted their trajectory. They completely changed as a people, these 120, who then leave that upper room and come out into the city. And it's never been seen before like this. And all of the people think that this is so weird that they think these people must be drunk. But Father causes one voice, Peter's voice in this case, to, to, to raise up and to say, no, actually this is that that was spoken by Joel. This, I'm, I'm giving you language now. This was spoken years ago for this day. That's right. And as you were declaring that, I felt like one of the things that the Father has placed on you as a mandate is that those words that were almost 400 years ago spoken by John Knox have been 
picked up, that mantle has been picked up by you. And I see you like a Peter standing and saying, this is that, the day that we're standing in now with COVID, with uh, racial tensions, with uh, uh, a nation almost on the brink of seemingly coming apart at the seams. But Father already had a plan for this, and he gives these words that now have just as much energy, just as much life as they did when they were spoken in 1630. And now he's raised up another voice with that same word and said, this is, this is that moment. It wasn't just a moment in 1630 when they came out of the mouth. These words came out of the mouth of, of God's son. But now they are just as powerful as they come out of the mouth of God's daughter. And so I just... Uh, I I encourage our listeners to listen to this podcast over and over again, if for no reason, but to just listen to that declaration that Christy just made and declared over our nation. Because as we talk about hanging in the balance, and as even uh, she and Chad 13 years ago took on that mandate sitting before that fire on a cold Michigan uh, day, a Michigan night, they took on a mandate to say this nation needs to be enkindled. This nation needs to be uh, brought back to the fire of God. And, um, and so I, I just, I just want to thank you, first of all, for picking up that mantle. I want to thank you for uh, what you and Enkindle Ministries uh, has what you've what you've chosen to do. Anytime you decide in the middle of this type of um, and I want I'm speaking to our listeners as well. Anytime a people decide in in the midst of great darkness to say yes to the Father, it's. It, you know that it's not always going to be popular, but Father is always raising up voices. He's always, and he's always had a plan. So it's, it's, as we were reading those words, as you were declaring that, that statement from 400 and, I mean, from 300 and what, uh, almost 393 years ago, or 92 years ago. Yeah. Here we are at the brink again, and those words still carry the same power. So, um, my my, as we get ready to kind of wind this down, I would just ask, uh, what would your, what would your uh, final words be to uh, those who are listening who may feel as though, well, what what can we do? What can what can I do as a just individually? What can I do? So what would your words be? You know, we always say it starts with one. You yeah. know, what does city taking look like? It, it starts with the one before you, whatever mm-hmm. that looks like, whether that's Kroger's, whether that's your job. But believing, you know, and not forgetting our purpose as a nation. And there's so much false media out mm-hmm. there. But America was founded as a city on a hill. And that is where God wants to bring our nation again. And we need you. We need you as a city taker to remember the one in front of you. Mm-hmm. And it starts there. It starts with the 12 and, you know, the, the 70, as, as Jesus said. Mm-hmm. And uh, he wants to shine his light in your city in and through you. And it starts with you. And so 
so vital. You are so vital and important, and it's such an honor, Anthony, to co-labor with you in the kingdom. Thank you so much. The honor is mine. And I want to uh, paint a picture as we uh, leave you today. I want to paint a picture of you sitting in a nation that seems to be cold, where the hearts of men have waxed cold. And I, I, I believe that Father has brought to you in that place where you're sitting a fire, a raging fire, and it's it may not it's not a fireplace in the natural, but it's a it's it's a fire uh, in the in the uh, person of Christy Austin. I believe Father's has given her words that breathe life and words that um, that that bring us into a whole new realm of understanding that. We have to step step up now and be who Father has called us to be. So, Christy, once again, thank you. My honor also to get to uh, partner with you in this time. Thank you for coming and joining us today. Now, I'm going to ask you just at the uh, as we close, if you would, uh, how can people uh, connect with Enkindle and, and and connect with you? Yeah, we're on social media, and I would love to get to know you here. The dream in your heart for your city. Mm -hmm. Uh, City taking is the art of taking back a city, you know, through the art of giving. And so how are you giving to your city? So we would love to hear that on social media or in KindleMinistries.com. So in KindleMinistries.com, they also have a, a Facebook page on social media in Kindle. And, uh, and so you can reach out that way and she can give you and her team can give you even more information about in Kindle. And like I said, she's going to be doing a podcast here, yes. launching a podcast here pretty soon. So you will be hearing more and more and more from in Kindle Ministries and Christy Austin. And I'm so very blessed to know that because she is definitely a voice that has been raised up for such a time as this. So on behalf of uh, Your Destiny Today and Kindle Ministries, uh, Anthony Turner and Christy Austin, we want to say thank you for joining us. And once again, just invite you to uh, find us on any of your favorite podcast platforms, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or iHeartRadio. We are there. We'll be with you uh, every week bringing an, an amazing guest, uh, sharing a word of how you can discover who Father has called you to be. And we pray that this will help you find your destiny today. God bless you. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Your Destiny Today with Anthony Turner. To join us each week, don't forget to subscribe. You can find us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. To find out more or to invite Anthony to your next conference or event, go to destinymi.com.